that brings us to the Master of Unlocking podcast. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. yes. Unpleasant. Unpleasant. Always unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. With Always just, unpleasant. Just, on brand. <laughs> yeah, on, on brand, unpleasant, and just a burn mark down your face. Uh, so we had and we had left our podcast last time questioning if this was going to be game of the year podcast, if we we're going to squeeze one in between and we had no food challenge, but things changed. We were doing a podcast in between and we had a food challenge. That food challenge was the Arby's fish sandwich. The Arby's Hawaiian Kings, fish, Hawaiian fish deluxe sandwich. Yes. I believe, it was is the official name. <laughs> I believe it was something ridiculous about this. Let me take a guess. Does this thing have pineapple on it? I'm not involved in this challenge. Does oh. it have pineapple oh, you get, on okay. it? You didn't get one. No, I didn't know. I didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> so oh. I saw a bunch of I saw a bunch of Arby's in a picture. <laughs> which is fine. Oh, Does I thought it you have knew pineapple. It's... No, it doesn't. I thought I thought you All knew right. about I, this. I thought that made it made it Hawaiian. No. Um but well, carry on. Okay. So uh Caleb and I on a whim decided to go get this uh Arby's fish sandwich. Uh, it is King's a King's Hawaiian bun. Oh, I would assume. I would assume uh, it was what probably some sort of bad cod or like weird cod mix of the. Fr- I, who knows? <laughs> Not really sure what it was. Uh, was it lettuce, tomato, and tartar sauce? Yep. And uh, oh, and then uh, always a slice of cheese because fast food. Um, oh yeah. Fast food fish fillets have cheese on them. Uh, something like that. Uh, Bill's curly fries were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah Arby's curly fries Ar- are always great. Arby's curly fries hit the spot. Uh, they're, yeah, they're on point always. What, what were your overall thoughts, Caleb? I I liked it, mm-hmm. um, but I think the 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 sweetness of the bun kind of overpowers everything else. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I tasted fish at any point when I had that, right. or or if I don't know if I was supposed to taste fish either. But it was definitely more on the Hawaiian roll part and tartar sauce front than actual fish. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fine. It was, I mean, it was what eight bucks or something for that just the sandwich. <laughs> yeah, by the time we got the meals and everything, it was like a twelve dollar meal. It was yeah. kind of out of control. <laughs> Arby's is expensive in general, so this is not surprising. Although I think we pulled up there, we maybe should have opted for the like five regular Arby's for $10. Maybe that should have been our. Yeah. In retrospect, our... we had to try the new thing. That's true. We had to try the new thing and we, and we fought forever trying to figure out where the drive through really was. We drove around the place like three times. Oh yeah. That was a very awkward parking lot. It was but... very strange. <laughs> what Arby's was this? Uh, it's by the mall. Like Tawanda yeah, and Empire. That... Yeah. That Arby's. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's like, it looks like it's, doesn't even have a parking lot, so I, I would understand how you... And there's a dangerous one-way, so mm-hmm. you can just drive by Arby's, and then all of a sudden you're just... You're stuck. No Arby's. You're just going to have to eat at the cafeteria at the high school. Uh, yeah, know, it so. is right beside the high school, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, the KFC, yeah. the one by the high school. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, because we, uh, we went... I had to pick up a game from GameStop... I, uh, I followed Caleb's suit and uh, got the Ori and the Will of the Wisps for it was like fifteen dollars. Yeah. So not bad for brand new. I'll just keep it sealed and continue to play my Game Pass version as I feel. Uh but uh Caleb and I hung out a little bit the other night because we uh needed to show Caleb NBA two K twenty one. 
So that's kind of our transition into that. So Caleb, this was your first go around in 2K21. What were your thoughts on that? So we played. Uh, we play, I wanted to play as the Bulls because I'm a Bulls fan. Yeah. Um, so Logan play, picked an appropriately ranked team and played as the. Would you play as the Magic? Yeah, I played as the Magic. Yeah. 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 So it was bad basketball. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> um, it's I, it's cool that you're you guys are totally hit the nail on the head. The the graphics took a huge leap um, with the console generation. Um, it still did have a little bit of the 2K jank involved with it. Like, yeah. instead of, you know, um, you're holding down you know, the turbo button and moving towards the hoop and the guy stops and does a three-foot jump shot. You know, like little stuff like that is still, like, it's, I guess that's just always going to be that way. But for the most part, it played really smooth. It was fun. Um, I don't even remember who won, to be honest. I think you did, oddly enough. Um, I will be the first to say I am not the best 2K player out there, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, you ended up winning in the end, if I remember yeah. right. Um, but then uh, um, I did a I did a one-on-one match of LeBron versus Luca just to see some of the like the indiv- try to experiment with some of the individual moves you can do. Um, and then. Uh, I did something else, but I don't remember. Oh, it was the fantasy draft. Fantasy draft. <laughs> the my team fantasy draft were yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, ended... it, it, it seems it seems very good. Um, I, I'm not going to put a ton of time into a sports game. Um, I just don't do that typically. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I would not blame somebody if they did because it seems very very well polished. Yeah, I I dive into 2K every few years and kind of do this so i if i'm doing it this year i probably won't do it for another few years yeah so yeah like i said yeah it's it's a fun game to play with like having a friend actually like to play with you even if you're not great at it or anything else it's just fun to oh we were both pretty bad oh yeah oh we were both bad but i mean it's it's, just the teams you know in retrospect well there were times yeah like we were it was odd because i mean i yeah i've been playing the game on a regular basis and we would go and you would be playing as somebody and you get burned on defense but the teams we were playing as did not rotate over to help at all no there was no rotation on defense. It was like, I know these teams are bad, but are they that bad that they don't know how to rotate on defense? Like, this is like junior high level bad. Um, so that was just some of the... I think that was probably our biggest issues we had. Were Yeah, I think you're right. Like, some of that could just be that we were playing as bad teams, but also it was kind of just like... I'm not seeing that when I play it on a, through my, my player thing. Like I'm seeing when people, if I miss my defensive assignment or something, there's at least somebody trying to help out. Or if I'm playing on offense and I blow, blow by somebody, somebody's sucking up to help. So I don't know what was going on with that game. We played. Yeah. It was just awkward. So, uh, I think, yeah. uh, Caleb, you mentioned the jank. Some of that, some of that, um, I, at least wise in my experiences is that some of that goes away, the the more you learn about the stick on this year's version mm-hmm. so you'll actually learn how to instead of hitting i this is like not like you're playing it wrong so please don't think i'm saying that that way mm-hmm. you'll learn what to do with the stick if you want to go into contact or go to a certain side of a defender's body rather than stopping and awkwardly shooting 
like mm-hmm. you start to learn the momentum of the game and the fluid nature of how to use that stick. But the only way to figure that out is by playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the, I think that's where my, eye were. remember the first week I loved the way it looked and how the jump shots. And then the next week I was like, I, I was blown away by the finishes around the rim, but that only happens with, with experience. Otherwise, you're just you. You may not hit the right thing, and if you hit X, it's that it doesn't want you to shoot yep. or X or square. Yeah. Sorry, it doesn't want you to use that mm. button. It's not the fluid way to play the game. But once you start to learn how to, if I flick it this way or flick it that way, you might go into a euro step, or you might um, mm. shield yourself from a defender around the rim, or you might go up with the with the wrong hand on the wrong side with the wrong foot. Yeah, but. That only happens with experience. Jump shooting yeah. is good with square. Right. But, but if you're going into the hole, like, it is better to use the shot stick. And that's where you will get the dunks. You'll get the finish, the better finishes and stuff. But it is, you know, like, for someone to just pick it up and go, okay, I, I can just press square to shoot. Like, it, yeah, it is kind of thinks that it doesn't, if you've got a clear path to the basket, you can't just hold down turbo and square and dunk it. Like, well, so, it was like sometimes you can, and sometimes you just kind of refuse. Yeah. So it was it was a little weird. It depends on the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm the only the only the only way that I feel I feel like that's the that's when like it went off for me. But I I went through the tutorials like I went through the stick training, and then came out of there like oh, and I went from like getting beat by 20 on the standard difficulty to being on the second from the highest difficulty and winning by on, on winning by 20. Mm-hmm. And that's just cuz the way I played that game is I would just do teams that I hadn't seen before and just kind of tick it off that way. And so I saw a huge improvement when I decided to stop and actually learn how to use the stick. But it, that's another like it's not a casual thing. It's like, a, okay, I'm going to learn how to do this and and try at, to have at least the game teach me. It didn't have the stuff where like you'd pass to the guy who was standing out of bounds or like yeah, they've gotten the better about that. Look into the side of the backboard, like at least that kind of stuff wasn't there. <laughs> no T poses this year. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I will nothing like that. And I will say with the my player, I don't know if you guys have ever played the my player before, but like the things that it would give you bad grades for a lot of times they have fixed a lot of that stuff where it would be just like oh like you left your assignment when it clear when all it did was like put you on a defensive switch or like allow offensive rebound when it wasn't even your guy like it would just penalize you for all kinds of stupid stuff and i have don't think i've yet to be penalized for something i didn't really screw up Bad call for pass. Bad call for pass. Oh bad well. Call for pass. Yeah, you can get those, but um, like I what like, but you know what? It was a bad call for the pass. <laughs> like, like I'm, like I'm trying to like, yeah, like I'm trying to get somebody to pass it out of a clear path layup. Like, yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> like, you're you're on the other side wing. Hi! <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. So yeah, that was. Uh. So we at least we had fun doing that. So that was yeah. it was good random night to check that out uh what else did you have this week caleb i i forgot i neglected to study your agenda (laughs) (laughs) um well the other 
thing that I played was um, Super Meat Boy Forever. Mm. Um, so that game isn't very good. Oh no, <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed in it. Did you I like the first one? I really liked the first one okay. a lot. Um, so this this game, it feels like it's hard to describe like why I'm disappointed in it because it feels like a huge missed opportunity. So the the things that were just really great about Super Meat Boy, the original game, were number one the um, the controls. The controls are just absolutely perfect in that game. That's what platformers are based on now is does it control as good as super meat boy does like it is the standard for controls in mm-hmm. a platforming game and in this game they decided to do uh an auto runner so you don't actually move it just runs for you and all you do is hit jump or duck Those oh the only two controls in the game that's not even the same game at right. all yeah the other thing that I think really made Super Meat Boy, the original game, stick out in people's minds was it was it's, it's super hard. It's a really hard game, especially if you dig into like the secret levels and stuff like that. Um, but watching people do speed runs is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Like going through the entire game without dying and, and seeing how fast they can do it. It's just like, whoa, this is insane that somebody's able to do this. And this game is, is procedurally generated. So oh. you can't really compare one run to another because it's always going to be slightly different. So it's just like, to me, it was just like the, the two things that really made Super Meat Boy special are just stripped out of this game entirely. Um, and you're left with a thing that's okay, but like, is that really what you wanted out of Super Meat Boy? It wasn't for me. Should this have it, been a mobile game? I, it feels like maybe that's kind of the way it was designed. I guess I just so think about runners being... On my PC, yeah. it runs like garbage. It runs really poorly. And it's like, for a game of this scope to run that bad, it's like, you have that's a, pretty disappointing. You have you know? a new graphics card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just, it seems at odds with itself. There's also... I, so I'm, I did the first, there's only four worlds to it, um, and the worlds are all procedurally generated, so they'll be slightly different every time you do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first world, um, I got through um, not a whole, I mean, there was one level that I died like 50 times or something, but uh, not a whole lot of trouble with it. The boss was actually pretty fun. I liked doing the boss fight. Um, but then I got into the second world, and all of a sudden there was just this meter that would fill up over my head. And if it filled up all the way, I would die. And I was like, what is even happening here? I have no idea why I'm dying or how to prevent this. And it turns out that like, I guess you're supposed to be like running through thorns or something. And it's a really like dim background image that you run through. And that's the part where that meter starts filling up. And it's just really hard to visually determine (laughs) Like, is this going to be a danger zone or not? Um, and they don't explain it at all. It just kind of happens to you. So it took me a really long time to figure out why I was just randomly dying. It was it was frustrating, and I I was just like, I you know what? I'm done. I don't. I'm not going to play this game anymore. This is it's too it's too frustrating, and I feel like I don't have control over it. Hmm. So I don't know. Just pretty disappointing. Well, that's thanks. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised. I had no idea it was an auto runner. 
Yeah. That's what well, are they like, doing? Is that like a genre that people are looking for? Like when was the last auto runner that was successful? Like Temple Run? <laughs> Again, a mobile game. That's where I guess I come back to that trip runner, I guess. If if you're literally pressing two buttons, then that's a mobile game. Yeah. Mm. It's and I'm not saying that like you can't you could make build a... a game for multiple platforms, but Yeah. It's just feels way different than the original and just not in a good way. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they can't all be winners, I guess. Yeah. So, well. Other than that, um, I did play a couple more hours of Yakuza. Um, I kind of forced myself to sit down with it yesterday. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get to the point where I can actually like get past these cutscenes and start playing the game. I think I'm there now. I th- I think I'm finally at that point where I can run around and do side quests and stuff like that. Where? So, yeah. How far is that in? About six or seven hours, somewhere in that uh, range. Yeah. Okay. Well, in perspective to a normal game, in length. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm about. I think I'm two and a half hours in. I think I've maybe played ten minutes. I know. It's rough at the beginning. Um, I've had my controller go to sleep three times where it has said, like, hey. Press A. Mm, press <laughs> A. Um, it's probably not a good sign that all I'm doing is just sitting on my phone while this game is going. And the thing is, I understand what's going on. I'm paying attention to what's going on. It's a decent Japanese mob movie, but I just want to play it. That's that's the problem. I if I'm not playing it, I'm I lose interest really quick because I probably have what do you call that? Uh, ADD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wish I was. I just wish I could play it. That's if there was a way I could fast forward a little bit, understand what was going on, and and actually play it. I mean, from what you're telling me, I've got another four hours of this. Yeah. I think it's, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of world building and a lot of character development at the beginning. It's very front loaded in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all very good stuff. It's I good. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. I think it's high quality, like mm-hmm. highly produced. It's just like the expectation is different. If I, if I'm holding a controller, I expect to be using that controller. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish that there, this would have been like a prequel movie or something like that. And then you go into the game. I don't yeah. know. Just set my expectations differently. Cause it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, there's a disconnect for me. It's, it's very high quality, but I feel like I should be doing something else, you know? Right. Which is why I'm on my phone. Like just like oh what's the news uh, doing like I'm kind of like if I it, it's what I would do if I were watching a TV show or a movie mm-hmm. and then it's then it's like oh wait like what, why did it stop and I look up and oh press A to keep going to turn your controller back on I will like, say I just got to the part where um, I went to the movie theater and I had to do the, the mini game in the movie theater Jason <laughs> that's so good <laughs> it's the best so Logan, That's my just, favorite part in the game so far. Rem Rams. Oh yes. my god, it's so funny. <laughs> you so you go into the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, well maybe don't tell me if I get caught up to it, right? Or 
Okay, I don't. I didn't once know he, you once you get access to the open world, mm. go to the movie theater. Yeah, Google, yeah. go to it because it is. <laughs> Caleb, the the character model, right from 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 that moment, the the things that are trying to make or um, Costco fall asleep in the in the in the artwork, the game's artwork, the position. If you look at it, even look at it on your computer now, like. The way they position it, you think that character is like some epic bad guy, and really, it's just it's just for it's like they put him on the top because no 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 this is the silliest character in our game right here. But the way they put him in the character art, you're like oh that's if you look at it and you look at the characters, you're like that's the bad guy, like he's got a <laughs> weird mask on, but that's the bad guy, and it's just it's the most absurd character in the game. <sighs> yeah, it's that's great. I'm glad you've seen that. That's one of the many gems hidden in that game, but you find it just because of exploring. I'm glad you saw that, Caleb. Oh, that makes me so happy. I I didn't do that until recently. I I just happened upon that, and oh man, I'm so glad I did. <laughs> it's so funny. Ah oh, man, that game is a uh, Logan. I wouldn't say it's bad that you're on your phone. I'm always watching another screen while people talk to each other for 55 minutes uh, yeah i mean that's like, that's not that's not that i mean the it's nothing like the the first game is obviously the the worst i think <laughs> there are some missions that are like pushing 20 25 minutes um like of, cut, of cut scenes mm-hmm. well, i would nothing, say that's probably 30 on a lot of these yeah nothing like the beginning though but then they stack them at the beginning mm-hmm. though like it's like this one then this then one you run to this one and then there's another one yeah, yeah it's very much like it's one. like the, yeah what's supposed to say what i think i've played 10 minutes because every time i'm only the time i am playing it's less than a minute and i'm on to the next thing so i know yeah. i'm repeating myself but what you what you put into that game you get out and mm-hmm. if like but it's going to make you invest like if you want to see the beauty in that game you got to you don't have a choice. Like, like I'm, you either put it down and don't come back to it, or you sink in like mm-hmm. all the way. Like it makes you, it doesn't let you have it like any other normal mainstream video game. Like it does. There's no mainlining this game. It's not an option. It it doesn't doesn't let you. It just won't. <laughs> it's just not. It's not how it's designed. So if you want to see all the great things in the game for yourself, you you gotta you gotta jump in with both feet or so, get the fuck out. <laughs> some would say uh, that you know, borrowing from another game, uh, some would say take your time. So it's there you go. That's a good. Uh, that's I don't know if that's a good gameplay comparison though. No, it's not. But in let's talk game design, perhaps not like game like interactability you know from gameplay perspective they're different yeah i i think in terms of pacing it's i would say it's probably more similar to like metal gear or even kingdom hearts in that way where you get a lot of cutscenes up front um and then you're kind of moving from cutscene to cutscene but then eventually you kind of get gradually more into it and more deeper um into the combat stuff that's where I'm at now. I mm. haven't like I'm I'm like going and doing. You know what I mean? I'm playing the game. 
Yeah, but, maybe once. Yeah, there because boy, I mean, the fact that I've played two ten minutes in two and a half hours is that's. And there's more, man. Me- so. Metal Gear, <laughs> Metal Gear, and Kingdom Hearts aren't that bad with it. I mean, I can't, well, there's there are Kingdom Hearts games that are like that. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Two is like that. Uh, yeah, I haven't played two in a while. The the parts with Roxas at the beginning. Oh, that is the oh, worst part of that entire forever. series. That entire series. I that's why I refuse to replay that game because I hate the first yeah. part of that of Kingdom Hearts Two. And that's immediately what this kind of reminded me of. Um, it's just like. Can I get to the part where I'm playing, please? <laughs> I think that's a that Roxas part is about two hours. Yeah. Yeah, and if you think about what's what's Kingdom Hearts two in length, twenty five hours, if you're playing it casually. Probably right? somewhere around there, yeah. And mm. this is anywhere from forty to seventy. Mm-hmm. So like in perspective, like percentage-wise, it's probably like on it's, the same. Yeah, I mean, there's everything has got a ratio, I guess. It's still hard to dedicate that amount of time to getting into a game. That's for sure. That's what I'm. That's 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 what I mean. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm surprised because I thought I was gonna just check it out for a couple hours and then trip it back. And I've bought it and I'm diving in, but I. I didn't think that that was going to be the case. I thought mm-hmm. I was just going to look at it like for academic reasons. But I realized like once once you get past all the intro stuff, I was like, "Oh man, I really like this enough to like it's not going to allow me like if I'm going to continue on this path, like there's no game playing it anymore. Like it's yeah. got to be something that I dedicate my gaming time to mm-hmm. because it won't it just won't let you play it any other way it just won't and maybe it's one of those games that like its audience plays three games a year or whatever you know what i mean we were talking about assassin's creed in that way mm-hmm. last week yeah like maybe that's what they expect this is my first yakuza i know it's very different from traditional yakuza but caleb have you played another yakuza game i've started like three of them and i always drop off i don't know if they're are they all this length and they all are they all kind of this way yeah yeah this is not a, a new thing for you i know it's just turn-based which is the new thing that's right the pacing though is exactly the same oh okay hmm. all right well i'll be curious to see how far i make it or before i tap out or if i continue going who knows yeah if you can if you can try to at least get like midway through chapter four i think is is the sweet spot and that's where you can kind of decide if you want to keep going or not okay because i think i'm midway through chapter two i i'm still discover like i just today discovered the dragon cart which is in-game mario kart <laughs> i had no reason to i had no reason to go there until today it's amazing. <laughs> it's just so, my my favorite it's so, part of it's so, so far fun. has been when there's the bat in the he finds his bat for the first time. Yeah, it's great. That's yep. phenomenal. Yep, yep. It's pitch perfect. It's it's I, got a lot of good dumb humor so, in it. I've, yeah. I've I have enjoyed the humor in it so far. That's for sure. And I, I so stupid. He's so, so stupid. stupid, especially at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's such he's so dumb, but you can't help but love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of dumb fun, uh, I've played Mortal Kombat Aftermath. Yeah, talk about stupid. 
Dude, that thing. It's abs- I shouldn't say stupid. It's absurd, and it's yeah. so absurd that it's good because they take it so seriously. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm probably about an hour and a half into that story mode. Um, I I, I would have started a lot earlier, but that game had weird install things going on. So this was the retail Mortal Kombat Ultimate. I did not have a previous Mortal Kombat installed because this is on my Series X, and it took about two hours to install from a disc a version. Like yeah. that's uh, how big is it? Only like thirty gigs. Oh, really? I yeah. Thought it would be larger than so that. No, that's weird. It um had problems installing because of how many items it was. I think I sent it to you guys. It's 33 items, but then there was a second disc, and then it told me to insert the second disc, but it actually wasn't done with the first disc. So when I put it in the second disc in, it like had a freak out, and then it put told me to put the first disc back in. So I put the first disc back in, and then it reinstalled 11 over again, like the base game. It reinstalled it, deleted and installed it over again, and then never had me put two back the disc two back in. I don't even know what disc two was for. Because you play off the first disc. It was the most bizarre sequence of installing this game, a game I've had. So I don't know if it was an MK11 thing, if something was goofy going on with my Series X. I don't know. That was, but anyway. Uh, Holy crap, does that game look good, though. Uh, they. Oh, really? Oh, man. Did they. Really? The cutscenes in Aftermath. They did a lot of nice work with HDR and ray tracing. It looks great. Like I was shocked. I was like, like wait a minute. Like I know they they did a Series X version of this, but yeah, it looks really nice. I was pleasantly awesome. surprised. Uh, fights look about the same. I would say. I mean, okay. you know, it's one of those unless I had one sitting right in front of me and I was looking at two different screens of of one um, you know that game ran well enough on a 1x so you know it always ran at 60 frames per second and always looked nice to begin with so I'm having a hard time determining if it looks any better of the fights but those cutscenes looked great um, I, I don't I feel like I don't say this because like I feel like Oh yeah, because you love Mortal Kombat, favorite game ever. Like, but I do genuinely. I recently, just because of the amount of Mortal Kombat I consume, mm-hmm. watching professional play, mm-hmm. I've consumed some nine and ten. Like, there's still active communities mm-hmm. that play those. And nine looks like a 360 era game, and ten, ten doesn't look that great. Like, it's kind of surprising. Like it still was on this current generation of systems, and I can't mm. remember the launch year, but it doesn't look that great because it's kind of um, stylized. The characters are definitely different, but then mm. I went and watched some MK11, and it's just it's as far as this generation goes, it's one of the it's really looking nice looking, and the mm-hmm. character detail, not just in the gross nature of the fatalities and stuff like that, even though that is very like anatomically correct like it mm-hmm. looks realistic like it's got the inside of the body pretty much dead mm-hmm. on but like the realism level in, in this one is like I think 
the highest it's ever been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these look like real ass people that mm-hmm. unless they're you know, you're a you're a dragon lady with four arms. Yeah, unless you're from the nether realm, you know. I mean that's uh a... <laughs> Right. But even down to Melina, like Melina's character look mm-hmm. like she looks creepy and then ah yeah, she shows her teeth and then it's gross. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's a really, really, really nice looking game. But I don't say that very much because I just feel like of course you think it looks great because you think this is the best thing ever. But I really, Those I continue MK colored to be, glasses you have on. I, right. <laughs> I try not to, I mean, I you try to use that for other, for other mm. cards, but I, I, that's cool to hear Logan. Cause I already think that it looks really good. And it always has been even on like 1080 base level mm-hmm. machines. These streams cap out at 1080 60. Right. And I'm still like, I'm really impressed with like the lighting and the way the characters look and uh, yeah, yeah it's, just it's they kind of it, it just bumps up a little bit more on the Series X okay. version and it's yeah it's it's definitely I'm enjoying my time with it it's it uh it pains me to be playing Yakuza and not finishing Aftermath <laughs> that that's for sure like I don't know how long yeah. Aftermath is, but like I want to finish it up here, but I also need to do the the Akaza stuff before Friday, and also you know have a life to live and everything else. So yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Just don't sleep. Okay, eight hours a day you're wasting. It's true. Just God, you guys remember when Stan figured that out on American Dad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm watching that episode. I'm like, I totally get it, Stan. Like, he goes from being a cartoon to like, no, dude, I, I get you. I'm with you, Stan. This isn't funny. This is serious. Look at these eight hours. You could do anything. Mm-hmm. He's playing a video game, even, isn't he? Doesn't he play I think a game? He does, or he yeah. needs a game or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Stan Smith, American icon, genius. That's for sure. I'm All glad right. you're playing that, Logan. That's it's it's pretty good it's outrageous one thing that i want to mention mm-hmm. is i do think it's interesting that they chose to pretty much kill mk11 <laughs> just, just yeah, was like, window yeah right it, away it was just kind of like <laughs> oh so time is not a construct anymore like okay cool now you can just do whatever the fuck you want because it's 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 literally the last season last scene in the game and then shang sung walks into frame and he's like wait a second he's just like what wait like it's that scene. It's the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna reboot the trilogy right here, and then Shang's like, "No, just kidding. Hold on, one more thing," and then it just didn't happen. <laughs> and just how That's everyone says, "Chronica, Chronica, <laughs> Chronica." It's... You met Fujin, right? I love, I love how Fujin just hates Shang Tsung so much. Yeah, like with a burning passion. Mm-hmm. But they need to work together, and he's just like sorceress like he just hates him so much sorcerer uh so i need good. to look up too i think shiva is shiva have like a pop like a famous voice actress maybe i don't know i feel like the voice sounds familiar like it hmm. could be a um i don't know i'm trying to think I've, I've it could be like a rosario dawson or something weird like that like i don't know why that's what my first reaction was, I'll have to, and Caleb's on it, so. He's on it. Mm -hmm. It's weird to see, especially with Aftermath, like, Shang Tsung carries it, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, Fujin, a Mortal Kombat fork, Fujin? Yeah. Fujin? You're going to lean on Fujin? That's Mm -hmm. what you're going to do? Nightwolf? Really? Because they don't care. Like, they can be, they can (laughs) do this kind of stupid stuff, and it's just fine. Like, 
That's always, it's that's why I like Mortal Kombat just because they've they lean so heavy into their stupid canon that they can and it's but they take it so serious. That's what's so great about it. Like if they started making fun of themselves, then I think it's it wouldn't be fun anymore. Like it, if, however they've done it, it's totally just right. Yeah, and, and it, I'm I just I do I still can't believe like Sindel. Mm-hmm. Is a major character Shiva? Like mm-hmm. nobody cares about any of these characters. Like if the only thing that would have made it better was now. like if they had if they had Stryker walk in, Dude. like it would have been like oh, okay. <laughs> Stryker needs to like they need to do something with Stryker. I'm very annoyed that Stryker is still not a thing because he, got he died shot. in nine, right? Or was it ten that he died in? <sighs> I can't remember. Is he in nine? I mean, I mean he's not a playable character, right? No, he is in nine. I thought wasn't he? I don't think so. Uh, I don't remember. I'm not 100 percent sure, but like, the, I mean, the dumb thing is, it's like, okay, like, how do you really die in Mortal Kombat? Like, you keep. I don't know. It's. Like supposedly you die, but like you, but no one like the idea of Mortal Kombat was like the fact that if you lose, you die. But then in whatever things you're doing with the story mode, you can't do fatalities. So that's the one thing I'd like to see. Like if they were gonna make a character go away, Mm -hmm. like they should make him go away. They should finish him off. Yeah, you should get a true finish him on that. The voice actor you're looking for is Vanessa Marshall. And she appears to be just like a career uh, VO person. Voice, yeah. Oh, okay. It sounded um, like a might, famous. There's person. stuff that you might know her from. Apparently, she plays Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn. Oh, um, there you go. I mean, okay. maybe that's she's how you a very big right part Star though. Wars, she's been in like there's just it's just animated shit after animated. Maybe it's just a voice that sounds familiar. Yeah. All right. Uh, Oh, uh, I guess randomly, just because I think we're wrapped up on games this week, uh, I, since I have a crap ton of controllers now, uh, of Xbox controllers, I my whole entire family and I sat down and played four-player Overcooked. Oh, no. Do you all hate each other now? Yeah, we're not doing that again. <laughs> we had to... Um, I, well, I shouldn't say we're... We, we figured out everybody's strengths and weaknesses, and obviously, um, a six-year-old is going to have more weaknesses than others. So uh, she is um, dishwasher extraordinaire and overcooked because... I've, have either of you played Overcooked before? Yes. Okay, Caleb has. Yep. Okay. So yeah, plates get dirty. Somebody's got to wash them. So you can put plate stuff to send it out. Uh, so there you go. So somebody needs to do that because they're the more complex stuff... We, I played four player and we all ended up screaming at each other and mm-hmm. I was like we need to turn this off now. <laughs> this is terrible. Yep, that game will make you scream it. Yeah, like 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 why are the plates? Put the rice in the pots. Well, why we are were, you taking the pot? <laughs> there were there were two people on the team that no matter what they were doing just held down the turbo button at all times. Mm-hmm. So whenever they went past you it knocked you off whatever you were doing and I not going back into it. <laughs> Friendships were lost. <laughs> Never played that game ever again. <laughs> Divorces. I mean, like there was custody battles. Like it was, it was an entire thing. I wondered what happened to your friend um, Ted. You know Ted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember Ted Logan? He used to always hang around. He used to be around all the time. Ted. I guess. Nope. 
Not since the Great Overcooked debacle. Flying to packs with Ted, you know, Mm. like I just I I wondered what happened to him. That must be it. Well, Ted was kind of a bag anyway. Yeah. Uh, I also played. uh, I got it through GameFly. I got Family Feud. Is this a recent version of Family Feud? Yes, this is a 2020 release of Family Feud. We just need to go on our list of top 41 games. No. Um, so <laughs> I played one round of it. My wife and I did. Uh, so you think with family, you guys know how Family Feud works. You know, survey says like, so you literally have to type out the answers. Mm. Uh, there are like, as you start typing, there are things that will pop up that will give you like, hey, do you think it's, if you if you start typing C O, it'll think corn, you know, or you know, so it'll give you those options, um, like so you can click like fast, you know, go up to one of those, and basically if you start to type something and it's not one of those options, you're probably wrong, because those are what the coined phrases are that the person says. Oh, also Steve Harvey is not the host. Um, it is definitely a British or French version of the game. Because uh, there are one of the things says organ like any time that there is a Z like in the English language what I would call so like organization is always a Z in America in the UK it's always an S everything like that has an S in it so it is definitely not from the US so when questions are being asked. That's not. Those are not United States people answering those questions. Those are definitely that make it difficult. That makes things difficult. Uh, also, like in between, like rounds and stuff. You know how like they're essentially the host talks and you go back and forth to like you know come up to this the podium or whatever. Uh, there is no skipping that, so the game takes forever. I don't know why. And like I went through the options to see if there was a way to make it speed up or anything to make the game go faster. No, there's not. So, yeah. It was... Yeah, it pretty much sucked. But that's what Gamefly is for. To try out really shitty games. So... I always like game shows, so I wanted to try it out. And uh, I will... The only game show video game that I've liked recently... Mm -hmm. The, there's an Apple TV version of Jeopardy. Really? It's actually really fun. Um, hmm. So you 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 either have your phone or you have the Apple TV remote, mm-hmm. and you just say whatever the response is into it, like it picks up your voice, and hmm. it actually works out pretty well. The only downside is it's um, it's you, you pay you pay per game. It's like a dollar per game of Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Good and bad, right? Like yeah. you kind of want a perpetual license, but at the same time, what like if you I, play it twenty times? There's like in your life, <laughs> you could do like one or two rounds for free, but then after that, it's like a dollar each. At the same time, though, like if you really like it, then that's and you want to play it a lot. I guess that would stink, but if you just want to try it out for like five games, five dollars is n- yeah. not bad to drop on. You know, if you played five games of Jeopardy, that's what an hour worth of entertainment. Five yeah. bucks. It's not bad. Can you do you like local multiplayer it or yeah? Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
That see now yeah. that could be fun to like. Yeah, that could. Maybe we should try that sometime. We should. Um, I have some neighbors that we play Drinking Jeopardy with. I and I don't even know. Like, so it's a really weird rules because you just play live, and if you if you answer the question before they do, um, you bank a drink. If it, I don't know, I'll have to get. It. I won't get into the whole thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I think that's all I have for games. Is anything you guys have any other games? Nope. Right. Oh, I played. Yeah, did I mention? I played. Yeah, I, did I mention that? Talk about Mortal Kombat again. <laughs> there you go. See there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely have played Mortal Kombat more than twenty-seven hours, but I played Yakuza for twenty-seven hours. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, so, I'll, Caleb, I'll start with you with your uh, TV shows. Um, so you've got a uh, couple things. Oh, before on... we're off games. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh yes. Uh, I want. I got two more pickups that just came in. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, again, filling out the uh, the top tens of the years, mm-hmm. going back quite a ways for this one, mm-hmm. but it's Shallow Night. Oh. Sure. Oh, yeah. huh. And then another one that's back quite a ways. Um, Valiant Hearts and Child of Light. Oh, Valiant awesome. Hearts was on my list, but it comes with Child of Light. It's a double back. <laughs> Valiant Hearts is great. Valiant Hearts yep. is a solid yeah. game. So those were both games on my 2014 Game of the Year list um, that I didn't have. So. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't uh, isn't the dev of that? Isn't there something coming? Yeah. Or out recently or what? They am announced I, what it at the Game Awards. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry. Sure, remember which game it was. Okay, I want to say I just, I... was it that Open Roads game? Is that it? Maybe that is Maybe. it. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great game, Valiant Hearts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, Caleb, I'll let you start talking about uh, Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah. So, Cobra Kai season three came out. They moved it up to January first. Um, I watched all of it on January first. <laughs> <laughs> there's 10 episodes and they're all like 20 minutes each so oh, not okay that's bad. not bad yeah um but it's uh it's really good i it, that show is like perfect for netflix because it's you just you just want to keep rolling into the next mm. one like you you just one ends and you're like okay well now i gotta know what happens next it, i mean it's it's never gonna be like highbrow you know drama or anything like that but for what it is it works really really well it just really keeps you like invested in, in continuing to just let it roll on mm-hmm. um so i, I kind of watched it in two chunks like five episodes at a time and i wish there were more <laughs> i want to know what happens now big cliffhanger yeah there is a big cliffhanger oh okay i uh not watched that show i've had multiple people tell me to watch that show i just well, I it started to... out on youtube yeah, that's right. You read. So just know that going in, mm-hmm. uh, set your expectations there. Um, but it's it is really entertaining. I think that's something that I yeah I'm I'm, I'm not surprised that other people in your life have recommended that to you, Logan. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you would like it. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's Caleb's right about the. Do you feel like the quality kind of goes this way? or goes up Caleb oh, after yeah. the YouTube yeah. the YouTube season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even though that first that first season hit or miss in spots but more hits than misses and it is also like um I don't know, it's comfort TV. 
or whatever I'm trying to say. What's the best way to put it? Like just junk easy food. popcorn yeah, television food. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's popcorn also, movies, there's popcorn TV. I don't want to discredit it in a way though, because it's it's the best kind of that. You know, it's yeah. it's it's good, and it, mm-hmm. it's genuinely at times will make you laugh out loud and kind of tug on your heartstrings at the same time. Like it's it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the first season, I've only watched the first oh, season, okay. but I'm glad to hear that it continues, Caleb, to just yeah, do its they, thing. I think the thing that they struggled with in the first season is finding the balance in time between the adults and the kids. Um, and in season three, they do a really good job of that. Mm. So it works really well. Got it. Mm. Uh, Cody, well, 2021. <laughs> maybe. I know. I gotta mean, say you're, as you're... of right now, it is the best TV show of 2021. <laughs> I mean, we are three days in. I mean, can't get much better than that. So, so uh, Jason, you started uh, Homeland. Yeah, I, fi- I finished. Oh, you the finished. final season of Homeland. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the, I'm I'm glad I saw it to the end. Uh, it's definitely the show has the Logan knows this. The third season of that show is really rough. Um, the fourth isn't much better, but actually five, six, seven, and eight, like they're eight? right there. Okay. Yeah. That was a mm-hmm. eight seasons. They're just like, there, there's a certain threshold of quality that it won't, it won't dip below. Mm-hmm. The final four seasons are really solid. Um, and you get to see Carrie and Saul's stories end. And so, um, I might dive back into that just to, then maybe watch yeah at least the eighth season. I don't know if I'll if, if I skip six seven because I watched it through five. You could probably there are some important there are some important deaths in that in that time frame hmm. between um, six and eight. So you kind of just want to at least wise understand hmm. where those characters went and how they went mm-hmm. and what they were doing at the time in relationship to Saul and Carrie. You mm-hmm. know. Um. And also, it's important to understand Saul and Carrie's relationship, like through those seasons, yeah. how it's changed, how it's how it's been torn apart and rebuilt, and you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. typical show stuff. But the last, I it does the Homeland thing where like the last, the last two episodes, I was just like, uh, what uh, what's everybody doing? Uh, and not in a way like people are in like violent struggle or like tough situations. It's all like mm-hmm. espionage stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there are about a billion different moves being made, and the stakes are super high, and you're nervous for everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean. Which is kind and of they're all trying yeah. to prevent the bad stuff. Right. Which is kind of why season three and four kind of got a little rough because they went more toward the violent side versus the espionage 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 <laughs> side that made season or you know season one and two so good. I think the TV snobs will really kind of like get defensive about the down three and four seasons Mm -hmm. because they think it's like quote unquote brave to dive into the fallout of the first two seasons. Mm. And the fallout is like the very human condition stuff that happens to Mm -hmm. these characters and their family members. So like, you know, Carrie's sister, her family, their relationship, Saul's Mm. divorce, Mm -hmm. um, and Brody, his his family, right? Yeah. But it's just not like it becomes a different show for season three and four, and so that's the that's the hard thing. Mm-hmm. That's is that's what always it is good TV, me. but it's 
not the same show in right. a way. It's like I'm, I'm watching Homeland for Homeland, not yeah, for whatever it, this is. Yeah. I watched those first two seasons and then I heard from you guys and from other people that three is, you know, the low point. So I just decided not to go forward. But it, that always did kind of it make me a little bit curious is like they because seasons one or two, there is one question that you're asking the entire time of seasons one and two mm. and they answer it at the end of season two so it's like where do you even go from here and it's 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 interesting to know like that they at least you know they took a swing at it and mm. they recover nicely like it, the the final four seasons of that show are good and it's definitely a tier tv you know it's not it's not it's not that extra tier it's even i would say it's even like it's probably a little above like an AMC, probably like at a grade of like the best that FX has to offer somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Not quite like, not quite like S tier HBO or even S tier Netflix at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there can be that occasional Netflix show that is just unbelievable. They put out two or but three a year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Amidst the, the whatever. The garage, but it is very, yeah. it's very, What's it's very good. This is a, <laughs> yeah, it's not some like cable network like premium just uh, average show. It's not like a Cinemax show or a you know even like a like a True Blood. Like it is above those. It is a really 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 good show. And the really interesting thing about season eight, and I told you this, Logan and Caleb, whatever. Mm. It's not really that big of a spoiler, mm. but Carrie comes back from being a POW, so mm. she's Brody from season one. And mm. nobody knows what side she's on. Like, and it's 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 like, it's like holy holy shit! Like it's the first season of the show again, except mm. Carrie's Brody. Like it, it huh. is, it's crazy, and they do a really good job. Like, I think no, I think no, because when Homeland was at its strongest, the viewers were questioning, is he a traitor? No, 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 no. He's not. He's not. He's a good guy. Oh my god, he's a traitor. He's totally a traitor. No, he's not. Oh, he's not. You know, and like, and when you're waffling like that, that's when Homeland was really strong. And they do it again this season with the main character, which is really interesting. So, yeah, I'm glad I finished that. Pausing he's pausing his workout. Uh, somehow Did I've been on, I've been on a an hour and thirteen minute run. <laughs> oh yeah, I have that's gone point awesome. oh three miles while sitting in place. That's impressive. <laughs> Good for you. All right. 14 minutes, 52 seconds. Distance, 0.03 miles. Average pace, 2,000. 11.32 per mile. What? That's pretty funny. 2,011.32 what? I don't know. My average heart rate was 46 throughout that run. (laughs) Logan finished a workout, outdoor run. His distance was 193 feet. All right, let me reply to this. Oh. Something snarky. Oh, here we go. Yep, there you go, Logan. Speedy, and it's got a picture of an animal. <laughs> I'm not sure what animal that is, but I'm pretty sure it was a slow animal. Okay. I'll wait for it to come across. <sighs> as, oh, here we go. Yep, Jason Link says... What speed. is that? Is that a cow? <laughs> what is that? I think it's a cheetah, technically. Oh, well, congratulations. You're super fast. Super fast. Oh my gosh! All right. What is uh, what's next for TV? Uh, I guess I will. I finished up Normal People. Uh, 
So that show, I think Caleb, you said it last time, the that show's getting a lot of critical acclaim. But I don't think it's the show that should be getting the critical acclaim. It should be the actors that gets the critical acclaim. The show itself is not that great. It's average at best. But the performances of the two leads are very good. Um, at the same time, it's also a... I would say that they are having sex in that show for probably 20% of that entire show. Sounds about right. Like just full on nudity, which I was very surprised that Hulu has that. Like there is no real like parental lock and I don't think they have any other shows with like Basically, hardcore nudity and hardcore sex. Yeah, Hulu at that point, that's right around the time when Disney Disney Plus is coming out, mm-hmm. um, and they made a hard push to try to say adult content goes, goes to here and children's content goes to Disney. Right. So and uh, and that's actually um, not to get too far off, but like mm-hmm. um, that's the problem they ran into when they tried to do the Lizzie McGuire reboot. Was yeah. that? All content. the cast wanted it to be a, a Hulu show, and they wanted it to be a Disney show, mm-hmm. and they never met in the... So, oddly enough, they're they're actually putting another an adult section on Disney Plus now. Yeah, so th- I be, but that's that's kind of the reason why I think mm-hmm. you saw normal people when you did, is because it was, it was just during that weird time when they didn't quite know right. what they were going to do yet. At the... I'm trying to think of an HBO show, even, that had this much nudity in it. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe uh, Game of Thrones. Maybe True Blood, actually. No. No. Think? no? Okay. I watched all of True Blood. Um, I mean, this is like... So, Jason, th- these episodes are 25, 30 minutes long, and each episode probably has at least a five-minute sex scene in it. I think wow. you're exaggerating That's quite a, a bit there. I don't know. Seems like a lot. <laughs> I, mm, There's a lot of sex, yeah. A lot. Like, it's... Okay. Not saying it was bad by any means either. I'm not, like, being a prude about it. It was more just, like... If I add up, go back and add up, like, how much of the show was just pure sex, like... Yeah, and I think that was kind of where I struggled with it, was it... I think I said this last week too, but it just became pretty cyclical. Like, yeah. Okay. Well now they're going to make up and have sex and, and I'm not sure the fight afterwards. Yeah. And I'm not sure the payoff yeah. worked for me either. I think that's the other thing. I don't know how I needed the show to end, but it wasn't that. Yeah. So it really just was a snapshot of two people's lives with, right. with no definitive beginning and no definitive end. It was just kind of, Here's what happened in these, you know, ten years or whatever of these two people. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah, I would say it's probably about ten years of their lives, somewhere around there. Um, so, Jason, I can't recommend it to you by any means. Um, but don't be surprised when you see Emmy nominations for it, because it will. Right. Try. Yeah, I think you'll see Emmy nominations for the two leads, but. Okay. I can't, in good conscience, be like, "Yeah, here, go spend five hours of your life watching the show." It's probably closer I think to six that's hours. That's one of the. One of the things that I really have found as I grow older, uh, some of the things I really like about TV, or um, that's why I really liked um, some of the stuff I did this year because it is more like 
this is a rough circumstance that happens to real people, or this is a real relationship. This is a, you know what I mean? Like this is a portrayal of normal folks, normal people. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I get, I kind of get the appeal there, like of uh, trying to just kind of document what would be like this relationship as people kind of come in and out of their lives. Like that's kind of, I could see why critics would like that. I think that's where some of the best TV is happening right now, but mm-hmm. also if if like the overall arc isn't interesting enough then you know maybe the maybe maybe they'll get awards and the the best the best in that yeah. category will be you know something that people are glued to week to week or episode mm-hmm. by episode we'll see cuz her arc is definitely stronger than his the the girl's arc is Marianne but it's i don't know it's just a, it's such a weird show. I mean, it's a when when it says normal people, it's I mean, they they take everybody's stuff up, you know, a few notches. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, wish I could recommend it to you, but I don't think I can. It's already it. It was already it's already cycled with the last Emmys. Oh, it did. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same as when I was I was shocked that. The plot oh. against America was in this cycle. Oh, that's right, because uh, Emmys is like um, September to September, I think. And I think this show came out mm-hmm. in early this year. Did it? Did they get nominated for anything? March or April or something. Yeah. The, uh, the lead was um, nominated as lead okay. actor in a limited series. Limited series, yeah. Hmm. Which, sense. if I remember, was a pretty rough category. <laughs> so. Yeah. Got it. Cut. Okay. Uh, I also started Shit's Creek. Finally. Um, I'm almost done with season one. Um, push through. Push through. It, talk, no, I'm talk not. Talk about something that's easy to watch, too. I'm not. No, I'm not. I would say I'm not having an issue with season one. I like okay, it a lot. Good. Um, the first episode I wasn't a big fan of, but I was after the first episode I was good. Like yep. It was, and yeah, it was, oh wow! Okay. I I think I I took it as a yep. This first episode, you have to establish everybody who they are, what they are, um, and kind of expected that throughout the first season because you guys warned me, uh, but have found most of it pretty entertaining. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. The the more the more human the characters get, the better mm-hmm. the show gets. I my only and problem start is, out is yeah, terrible, terrible, vile people. Yeah, my only problem is I watch it before bed, and usually a episode and a half somewhere in, I fall asleep just be and not any fault of the show, just tired, or maybe had a little too much to drink, one of the two. Uh, but um, so which was a problem because then I'll wake up and then I'll go to tr- turn it on the next night and I'm like, wait a minute, what episode was I in and. <laughs> Like where, am I? Uh, where like where was I again here? Okay, this is, I think I remember this last thing. So speaking of too much to drink, since uh-huh. you have you seen the Catherine O'Hare episode where she does the wine promotion? Yes. And she just she's she can't she just can't get it together. She hasn't acted in years, mm. and so she just gets blasted. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, I can't uh, remember the last one. She, she's really she's a really great comedic actress, and you know, Eugene Levy is he continues like 
his character on that show is just like as everyone freaks out around him like when he freaks out it is warranted otherwise he's just like steady hilarious just you look at the guy and he's funny you just look at him and he's hilarious and he's not doing anything he's just hilarious mm-hmm. i it's something like his body language just makes me laugh yeah like that whole uh, that i, mean, I kind of see it as like a character defining episode of the whole thing with the sign in town of just the like the it was like what it was it was like what are you being wrong with this it's his brother helping his sister well that just makes it worse <laughs> just like Caleb, do you remember that? You remember that from season one? Oh, yeah. oh man, the sign. Oh, so good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Roland's name, you know. Mm-hmm. Hi, Roland shit. Excuse me? <laughs> Roland, Roland shit. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I, yeah, I'm glad you like that show. It's funny. It's one. Of, it's kind of the same kind of thing as like what we're saying about Cobra Kai. It's, mm-hmm. But it's also, I guess when you think about it from like – it's pretty it's not just an average sitcom like especially right. as it goes on no. it's pretty special as it, it definitely goes on. does hit the more highbrow type of show at a certain point yeah there's yeah it's not just a another sitcom like it's yeah. there's a lot of bad sitcoms out there Caleb can tell you about them all because he watches all of them but um yeah I'm glad you like that show the cool. big show show <laughs> go ahead tell me Tell me all about it. I'm all ears. I'm surprised you haven't watched Mr. Iglesias yet. That seems like another bad show. Yeah, I don't know even know if I've heard of that. It's on Netflix. It's uh, Gabriel Iglesias as That's a middle school why. teacher. Because I do not like Gabriel Iglesias. I've never... Oh, is that, is fluffy. that the fluffy guy? Yeah, the fluffy guy. Eh, eh, yeah. I'm good on him, too. I've just seen it pop up. And I was like, oh, like this looks terrible. Um, I bet Caleb's watched it. And then I looked at your list and it wasn't on there, so I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Uh, what else? Jason, you had, and I think you guys each had one more show too, didn't you? Go ahead, Caleb. Um, I watched, okay, so I started out this year by making a list. Mm. Um, I looked through the release dates and I narrowed down every scripted English non-children show um, that's premiering in January. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it up, but <laughs> so far I'm one for one. <laughs> um, Insomnia was the first one to release. Um, this was on Crackle. Um, if that is any indication of the quality of this show. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it's It starts out really cool. It actually starts out kind of like... Um, uh, a Daganrampa or a Zero Escape type of premise. So it's all these, it's these 20 people. They've been kidnapped. Um, they wake up with all their, uh, they're all tied up to chairs and a timer starts. And then they're told that they have a watch that they can't take off. They have a contact lens in their eye they can't remove. And they've been injected with poison. And they, uh, the, if you fall asleep, the poison will activate. Or if you try to take off the watch or remove the contact lens, um, the poison will activate. And the goal is that you have to be the last person alive, and then they'll give you the antidote to the poison. So it's kind of like this game show type of thing. And then they, they, so they open up the rooms, and there's a car and a gun with one bullet for each of the competitors. 
So it's just a mad dash for the guns, uh, the cars. People are just getting slaughtered instantly. <laughs> like these guns are going off. People are getting headshot. One guy picks it up and shoots himself. Like it's it just craziness ensues. So there's probably like I don't know 14 people or so left, um, and that's when they all kind of get in the cars and drive away to their separate points or whatever. And then immediately it goes to like these shady people in a back room watching it on camera and politicians talking in a back room about why like you know the the ethics of this and and it just it's just like okay you guys started out really strong and you didn't understand why people might like that concept and you went into the boring part instantly um it's really poorly acted too once they actually start talking to each other it's it's not it's not very good I'm trying um, to find this on IMDb, and there's a lot of things called Insomnia. Yeah, it's also uh, a very generic title, so I don't think a lot of people are going to uh, find it. <laughs> uh, I, it's on I immediately Apple, thought of the, so. uh, <laughs> that's the the Pacino... Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams movie, right? I liked that movie, yeah. The thing with Alaska, where it was like they had all these days of sunlight and no, yeah, there was like no nighttime for... And he was like investigating. Pacino was investigating a murder involving Robin Williams. Do you think Logan? Do you think the movie's good, or do you think that over time, you know what I mean? Like over time, do you think it's still good, or we were at a point in time in our lives where like that was good? Do you get I, what I'm saying? Oh, I think there's a lot of movies that rewatching them twenty to thirty years later are bad by today's standards, but at the, that point in time were decent movies because okay. just because I mean you look at even if you go back and look at like some of the like movies that were like oh these people were such good actors like actually you know what no they weren't they were good for their time like it's it's very much there's always a thing of like here's where they were in this moment it's still it's even kind of like games it's like you know how did this movie affect you at this moment or game affect you at that moment in your life it's so you know, I thought that movie was it was a B movie. I don't know. I'm, it, uh, it, it was an honest question. Though. Yeah, it like, was because I remember yeah. liking it a lot. Yeah, I, re- <laughs> so I remember I wonder... liking it, but I mean, I guess at the same time, I wouldn't say it was a you know, I shouldn't say a B movie. I would have given it a B at that point in time. Not a it's not a B movie because it was a you know full theatrical release that was a good movie. But um, yeah, I I remember. I think I even went to the theater and saw that. You know, back in. When that was the thing. Whenever that was, early two thousands maybe. It was two thousand two was the year on that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So tonight Caleb, on the, Caleb, go ahead. The, tonight on the premiere list, um, we have Call Me Cat and The Great North, which are both comedies on Fox, and a show called The Watch, which is on BBC America. So we'll see. We'll see how far into the year I get before I abandon this project. But as of now, it's it's pretty easy to keep up with. So you're rolling. Yep. You're just flying. All Forget right. Yakuza. Just focus on this. This little mm-hmm. project. It's fine. All right. Jason, you had one other show you watched? Yeah, so um on Showtime I was I was compelled to finish um Homeland. Uh but then I also checked out The Good Lord Bird starring Ethan Hawke. I don't know if I've ever heard uh, of this. Yeah, so it's it's gotten it's been received well critically, but like I just didn't have the motivation to watch it until now. Um, mm-hmm. I've only watched a couple episodes. Um, it is about um, it, it's 
it's about an abolition an abolitionist army pre Civil War in the South that is freeing slaves. Um, it is uh, it's Ethan Hawke is John Brown is the name of his character, historical figure that led a raid on the U.S. Army in West Virginia that ultimately led to the Civil War. It's it was the powder keg that blew up and sparked the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a satirical look at this group of misfits mm-hmm. through the eyes of a, a young boy who is um, everyone assumes that he's a girl, so he continues to act like a girl, um, a young female slave. So what this guy is doing, John Brown, is an insane preacher man who runs around murdering slave owners and then lets them go or they can join his crew. And that's it. That's kind of the premise. Hmm. Um, His sole mission is to find slaves and free them at any cost necessary in the name of the Lord. So it sounds heavy. It's not, it's, it's wacky. It's, it's wacky. Ethan Hawke plays a deranged man from history who wants to free slaves. He's a white guy for the record, obviously Mm. in case you don't know what Ethan Hawke is. I would, I I do remember my Ethan Hawke. Okay. It's been a while. I haven't seen him in anything in a long time, but it's, it's, uh, it's weird. Two episodes in, I don't, I, I don't know whether I can endorse it or not, but it is, it's at least unique. I haven't watched anything like it this year. It is out there. Uh, it does the Fargo thing at the beginning of each episode. This is absolutely true. <laughs> I think it says that. It says this is absolutely true. Most of these, these things happened. <laughs> this is what it says back to back. Um, so I don't know if you're looking for really if you're looking for good TV that is very unique. That's probably what the show mm-hmm. is. But um, I hope to report back when I when I've digested more of that show. Uh, is this this is the um, this is based on a fictional novel called Onion. Onion, the um, uh, yeah, because it it takes it takes historical reference and then the novel kind of just mm. Fargo's it for lack of a better description. Right. Um, That's fair. The the girl the girl boy mm-hmm. is named Onion because when he when he. He saves her in a barber shop. Her slash he gra- grabs. He thinks he, like he, everybody in the show like thinks he's a boy. Then all of a sudden, this guy calls him a girl, and then he's just a girl permanently. Um, Why not? First thing they do when they get back to the they get back to the camp is uh, he sees an onion. He's hungry, so he eats the onion, and then he walks over. He says, "That was my lucky charm. I've had it for thirteen years. I haven't been." harm, maim, shot, or whatever in 13 years since I've had that onion. And he's like, how could you have an onion for... It was my lucky onion. And so that's how he ate his lucky onion. And so he's now onion mm. for the rest of the show. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's a Bloomhouse show, so it's weird. All right. Sounds like it. Well, anybody else have anything for the day? Otherwise, we will get ready for Game of the Year this week. Yeah, I have one more thing. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, well, I don't know if you guys saw what I Oh, yeah, you did. And I have no <laughs> idea. So I'll start. Okay. Um, so I suggested that we all make a New Year's resolution, a gaming New Year's resolution. 
Mm-hmm. So mine is mine is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I my New Year's resolution is to play more indie games. Um, I think the thing that sparked this for me was looking at our our list of forty one games that we have, mm-hmm. and realizing that every single year we put on a lot of AAA games, even though they never make the cut. <laughs> You know, so like every year we're putting on the Assassin's Creed, and it never makes it. Every year we're putting on Call of Duty, and it never makes it. Stuff like that. It it's is Call like, of Duty has every other year, once, I would say. Once out of like the six times we've done this, okay. <laughs> it made it last year, and it made it uh, Advanced Warfare. Stay right? with me. Okay, Stay with damn me. it. <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say is, when I look at that list, I see these AAA games mm. that maybe are kind of middle of the pack as far as games in general, but they get a bump just because they happen to be polished. They happen to be high budget. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think it might be better for us to reward some games, even if they're not, even if they don't stick with us, even if they don't, um, if they're not as high of quality, um, reward games that maybe take a stab at something different or even if they don't stick the landing on it, they they went for it. They did something unique. They they wanted they wanted to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the only way to do that is by playing more Play and, and giving them a experimenting shot. more. So that's my resolution: is that hopefully at the end of this year, when we make our list, um, we'll have some stuff on there that's not just like, oh yeah, it was it was Assassin's Creed again. <laughs> I hope there's not another Assassin's Creed this year. <laughs> Um, is it bad I like yours and I just wanted to take it too <laughs> that's fine yeah especially because like at now at this point there's we all have game pass that's that's mm-hmm. one way we can we can experience a lot of this stuff indie games are generally pretty cheap as it is and a lot of them have free demos still so mm-hmm. it's like even if you take the plunge for 10 bucks and you play it for an hour like whatever at least you tried it you know is Hades considered an indie game? Yeah, I would I would say so. Uh, I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be on, you know... Uh, that'll make a uh, list. Well, I shouldn't say on, but it, we will have to consider that. That'll at least make some personal lists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not saying we don't do that now. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that there's... I think there's more of an opportunity to do that than we generally do. Do you think, Caleb, are you motivated by lists from this previous year well in 2020 one thing for me is um like take paradise killer for instance um okay i think that game didn't really connect with me on the story level but it's it does something so unique and different that i think maybe like maybe it deserves to be mentioned in a podcast over you know some of these ho-hum open world triple a games that we've played um, a couple of those, especially, sure. yeah, especially because, like, I mean, if you think about, it, I know we don't have a huge listener base, but if a listener is, you know, coming to this podcast and they're like, let's check out what they think are the best or the, the most unique or the things they'd recommend this year, let's let's see what those are. Mm-hmm. We're we're never going to introduce somebody to, you know, Assassin's Creed or, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. No one's ever going to be like, oh, I didn't know there was a series called Assassin's Creed. But if, even if we mention something like Paradise Killer, maybe that would, you know, spark something. Um, 
I don't know. Just just something that, that I thought about a little bit. I've been looking at um, Game of the Year list while we were talking, and we pretty much got mainstream media taste in that regard. Yeah. And if you count games like Hades or Spirit Fair, mm-hmm. like we we have talked about those quite a bit. If those are quote unquote indies, even though the platforms they're on are humongous, mm-hmm. Steam, Switch, mm-hmm. um, Game Pass, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, but we do cover those, but our, our list of 41 definitely covers everything major that happened this year. Like I, I mentioned this last week, I couldn't find it, but IGN's game of the year is Hades. Mm-hmm. Game spots is last of us. No, sorry. Half-life Alex, half-life Alex game awards was last of us. Polygon is Hades. Polygon's Hades. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just a brief snapshot of what the, what the professional media is is doing. So I guess, um, Caleb, what I would say to to that is I would hope to continue to broaden my horizons and give more things a chance that I wouldn't have otherwise, and whether that translates into indies or it means that I play a JRPG every four years, I don't like I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um the only reason the only reason I even Gamefly Yakuza was because it was on some lists. You know what I mean? Yep. And you, as the guy who would normally for us play that stuff, hadn't quite dove into it yet. So, like, maybe I would have played it eventually on your recommendation, but it's just, like, I hope I will continue to not play the things that I've always been comfortable playing. Branch out, yeah. Yeah, and maybe, to Logan's point, maybe that means that somewhere down the line I don't finish one of the Assassin's Creed games in favor of something else you know what I mean exactly. if, if it if it means playing something else that I like or this year for example I have three Steam games I own you know Hades is one of them so it's that was enough to at least wise make me fire up Steam because the it's weird when you think about it but that game is not on an Xbox or a Playstation 4 console like a super giant game that was huge this year is not on those consoles. That's kind of amazing to me when you think about it. Um, even Pyre was on PS4, right? Yeah. So I, like mm-hmm. it just, I'm surprised Hades was where it was and I went and found it. So hopefully um, I'll continue to at least wise look at those kinds of things and hopefully they're not like, 80 hour commitments like because I can't do that every time well and that's that's the other part of it too is like I I think I want to try to stop playing games more often Um, like check out more but don't commit to them quite as much you know what I mean so like get an hour or two into some indie game and it's, it's cool but I'm not really enjoying it well I gave it a shot you know move on instead of really forcing myself to plow through. I've, I feel like I've done that uh, this year. Like, I've had to really force myself to just go like, okay, I've played three hours of Assassin's Creed. I'm not into this. I'm done. Like, it's, I'm, yeah. I've, you know, that's been a combination of just my own time, but it, but I've had to make those tough choices, and I don't even know, maybe next year, if there's an Assassin's Creed game that comes out next year, I think I might just not even pick it up. Like, I felt like I picked it up this year just to say, hey, if you guys want to talk about this at Game of the Year, I can say I played it, but 
yep. maybe it's not even worth it for me anymore. Yeah, I think it depends because Caleb and I are, mm. you know, like we've made choices mm. and Assassin's Creed isn't one of them. Maybe we go back mm. because we like those games. But if this if this year's Assassin's Creed was special, I think we would have been more more loud and proud about mm. it. And obviously we haven't been. So what was the last like, one that was special? I, case by case, case by case basis. <laughs> Good question. Uh, in my in my opinion, Syndicate. I feel like Syndicate was very, very good. I like Syndicate a lot. So that was that's the Odyssey, twins. Odyssey that, Origins. As a, so, so, it's so pre. Syndicate. It's the pre this trilogy. So yeah. So the, the the yeah that was because it was Unity then Syndicate. Right? I think so. Yep. And then Odyssey so. or Origins Odyssey Valhalla. I don't know if there's one I'm missing. Yeah, there, but... I I really like Syndicate a lot. I think that's the last really good one in my opinion. I don't know about you, Caleb. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, not Syndicate. not yeah. Syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. AC Syndicate. Yes. I think I'll. I will. I'm. I. Yeah, I, I want to be open-minded, but I think I'm, that might be less actual gameplay and more lists, or sorry, not lists, lists are on my mind. Research and curation, maybe, for me. Like, uh, the that's where, how I found Yakuza, you know what I mean? Like, I went out and watched watched some review coverage, and then I read some stuff and saw it was on some end-of-the-year lists, and... It started, it started to sound like something I would be into, so I wanted to try it. But that was only through some like personal investment and a little bit of like digging in. And I think I'll continue to do that rather than like, um, I think Caleb, your approach is good, and maybe we can complement in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, you go dabble, and I might like the time spent analyzing whether I'm going to play something maybe more in the future than actually blindly just playing everything. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, so I may not play everything or get exposure to everything. Logan, like you were saying, but mm-hmm. try to pick my spots better. Maybe yeah. is what I'm, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say, or hopefully not come in with like, a, I'm going to like this predisposition, but like, I've got a good chance of enjoying this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I had just waited on cyberpunk and none of us did, I understand right. that not just the three of us, but like the entire world did not wait. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I just waited, like I probably wouldn't have spent like 12 hours or whatever it was there. I would have spent it on something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's like balancing. Gotta play everything right away. And maybe I don't have to. Right. You know what I mean? Like maybe I can do something else while I'm waiting to see what the real word is on this game because it's got a day one patch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we'll see. But I may be more deliberate in what I play. But try to be open minded. That just may not be like open minded game fly everything, everything, try everything. Yeah. It might be open minded in a different way. New release, add to queue, add to queue, add to queue. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yep. So Okay. Sounds... I'll do that for a day, and then I'll get back to the new release, new release. Yeah, in my same old, mm-hmm. my same old terrible pattern, probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is gonna. De- like, I'm just gonna go right back to. I mean, next time we talk, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I played another 30 hours of Assassin's Creed." 
Yeah. How was it? Fine. It was fine. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. I think we're going about this all wrong. I think we need to go back to uh, seeing how many trophies and achievements we can get. Oh, is that yours? No. You're going to go for this is the year of the platinum no. for Logan. If Logan had come at us seriously and said that, even if he was joking, Caleb, I would have fallen over. I would have seri- – Logan, you would have – I talk about gullible i would have ate that alive because you were that guy uh, we, and so if you if you said like i'm gonna get back to that i would have been like <laughs> but i would have believed you i would have yeah. really fuck it i'm going going right back diving right back into family feud after, right after this i'm gonna get all thousand in that logan's guy his his games like he was hannah montana mm. and avatar and yeah we're gonna oh yeah our conversations drastically shift to well i was on you know achievements.org the other day and i was on the forums and i was you know trying to farm with some people and yeah i met some guy you know he was norwegian he seemed all right <laughs> hey that, that was still one of the best achievement days ever was when we all logged on to what was it nba live 07 six i think but maybe oh, seven no seven i think yeah, you're right it was seven. like there was had to be a certain yeah, six Six would have been the launch game, and I think that was the one that only had like five achievements or something. They were all yeah, and then there because yeah, there was another one like in 07 that was like the day that they were going to shut the servers off. There, you had to be online with like a thousand people at once or something. Oh yeah, and so everybody got on at like 3 p.m. Central Time on a Sunday, and it was just like everybody logged in. It was like yes, it was was like gamer community unite that day. That was a proud moment. It's like, yeah, I am, I, I'm unapologetically proud of it, but also like, what the fuck were we all doing? <laughs> you know, like, it was awesome, but it's just like, oh man, there are people out there that still, I, I will, I'm sorry, we're supposed to be wrapping up, but for Trophy Guy, I will never understand Trophy Guy unless he's always been in the Sony ecosystem, mm-hmm. because like, Logan and I were like, where are the trophies? Like, I want trophies. And then by the time they launched, it was like you had given up because your gamer score was already, like, the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, my Xbox gamer, gamer score was already score. there, yeah. I totally get trophy. Man. That makes total sense to me because there is a platinum trophy. Yeah. I, I, okay. do, I do like the platinum trophy. Although, yep. what I need, though, is I need to be able to put it in a virtual space and and show it off in something that maybe we would call it my home your home and have people come and visit that place i'd like to go there i'd like to create maybe like you know not some gross second life character or anything but i'd like to walk into your space and visit it logan look Mm -hmm. at your trophy case yeah i would like to open up an app and wait 15 minutes to connect and then Mm -hmm. walk around for five minutes till it disconnects again and then it's great and then what i will do is we'll all walk over to the movie theater within this space and only watch the same trailer for a video game and uh oh and not even a video game um I'm sorry the Twilight movie over and over and over again. Yeah. I think that sounds oh, like a great I time. That. I oh, wait, that. I disconnected again. I, I hang on, it'll be another 15 minutes and I'll be back and watch uh-huh. this trailer. Oh, and we can't even chat. We just have to like have little um text chats above our heads and everything'll be blacked out because nothing makes sense. I know I'm an idiot, but I thought that was going to be like the coolest thing. Yeah, I think we all did. And I, I need to get we we should spend time on the podcast during the early next year because I thought about this and I don't know why. Per this conversation, I looked at something around here. 
I was looking at something and I was like, you know, Jason, you just got to forgive Sony for the PlayStation three area. You got to, you got to get over it, you know, mm-hmm. move on people. It's the winning platform right now. They're killing it with PS five. Jason, you just, you got to forgive Sony. And in the back of my head, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, that no. sucked. <laughs> no, because I was sure I had, not just financially committed, but I was like coming out of the PlayStation two. I was like PlayStation three, sure bet like tattoo it on my forehead, mm-hmm. PlayStation three champ. Like I just would have had never sp- thought that generation I had was the Spider-Man fought and everything. <sighs> so I need to get over that. It's been a long time when that system launched a long time ago, almost 20 years ago. I need to get over it. But, you know the sad thing is, is that yeah. thing is still. I think it weighs more than the PS5, but it, um, it's it's still just not even. It's not even it doesn't hold a candle to how big that thing is. The PS5. It's that thing's a beast. The PS3, the PS3, 60 gig, one. That thing weighs a lot. It's heavy, man. It's it is a beefy, weighty thing. Mm-hmm. What was the first year we did Game of the Year? 2016. 16, yeah, right. Okay. Did we do a 15, but wasn't official? Mm, we all made videos, but independently, and you guys weren't on the channel yet. Okay. So, well, I was doing other, achievement videos. We could, do is we could start working our way backwards. Do a game of the year 2015. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> like, start going, like, every, yeah. Like in mid January, when we're not going to have anything to talk about here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You guys murder somebody with Agent 47? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about 2015. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, do you, what came out in 2015? Um, the Witcher, Mortal Kombat no. 10. Wait, the, just The Witcher? Yeah, The Witcher 3 came out in 2015. MK, okay. M- MKX came out that year, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, Metal well, Gear Solid Metal Five Gear. came out that year, and Bloodborne, which is probably, let's be honest, is probably the winner. <laughs> if we all made lists that year, of what? Twenty fifteen. Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah twenty fifteen. This, I think that was our year that we were. Yeah, I think we just we just rattled off what our favorite game of the year that was. I don't think we made a top ten. Uh, I'm looking at a list here. Uh, stuff. Ooh, uh, Batman: Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Destiny, Downwell, Fallout 4, Her Story, Life is Strange, Rocket League, mm. Splatoon, The Witcher 3, Metal Gear. Yeah, pretty good year. Good Not year. a bad year at all. Why did I think Life is Strange? Hmm. Was that not that year? Life is Strange? Was yeah, it the it following was. year? It was. I made a video for 2015. Yeah, I did too. It's on my It's on my personal channel, channel but it's not on yeah. the... Yeah, so I think we're going to have to go back to 2014. I think I did a 2014 video. And actually, if, if we're going that far back, we, we should go one more because 2014 was not a good year. 2013 was the year, right? Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. 2013 might destroy us if we tried to do a 2013. <laughs> I think we'll all spontaneously combust. That was Last of Us, GTA V, and uh, Bioshock Infinite. And Tomb Raider. 
And Tomb Raider, yeah. I did a video for the channel, but it was just me. Mm-hmm. In 2015? Yeah. yeah it's a 20-minute I... video. God. What was I doing? Learn to edit, Jason. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that <laughs> was a... the first year. We, we each made a video that year. That's for sure. I do remember that. But it was not part of the channel. Hotline... My oh, I promise. Check this out, guys. The day I posted it, mm-hmm. here's the top 20 games Master Unlocking 2015. Full write up coming soon. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'll get right. I'll get, you get right on that write up. Any day now. So Hotline Miami, Mario Maker, Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Arkham Knight, pretty freaking good. Uh oh yeah, Tales from the Borderlands was kind of my big surprise that year. Mm-hmm. Tales from the Borderlands until dawn. Number six. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, oh, Halo. Halo 5, because I played a lot of multiplayer. Oh, Life is Strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting to hear, like, it would be interesting to, like, go back and look at that from the lens of now, because I, I, I feel like even my personal list would probably shift around quite a bit. Yeah, here's my, yeah, my Goatee 2015. I'm trying to see if I have to like scrub here. Uh, Tomb Raider, or Tomb Raider, whichever one that Origins one. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, the first Tomb Raider. Mortal Kombat Ten, Halo Five, Until Dawn, Mario Maker, Ori and the Blind Forest, Batman Arkham Knight, Life is Strange. And Metal Gear were my top ten. I have a feeling those would shift around a bit. For me? Yeah. And for Jason. I feel like both of yours would shift around a bit, too. It might. Mm, I actually still feel pretty good about that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I still feel that, that, that good about Halo. Uh, that it was, I mean, I had it at Seven. In the I, terms of that year, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. If you go back and look at that year, it may not be that great of a year. Uh, I played a lot of the multiplayer of that. That campaign sucked, but um, but I played a lot of Me multiplayer. Too. I'm the same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just because it's always in the. Even as we look at like our overall list, those are always shifting mm-hmm. because like. You're, you look back on something or want to play something again, but always in the scope of that year, things are different. You know what I mean? Mm, it, yeah. it, where where they change overall for me, I'm finding, is I can't get anything past the Persona 5 block over there. Like, it's just, yeah, even <clears throat> even that, I guess. I would, I would hold a much higher regard than a Halo 5, but I played a shitload of Halo 5 that year. So, you know? Yeah. But like, if you're looking at it from today's lens, I have Halo played Halo Five in 2020. Wait, say that again. I have played Halo Five oh, multiplayer have. in okay. 2020. Okay. If that tells you anything. Uh, so have I with Logan. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I played The Witcher in 2020, like, and I it was think... my number one of 2015. <laughs> I I, look, I think back to Halo Five and I'm like I don't remember a damn thing about that game. That campaign was trash. Yeah. It was absolute trash. Yeah. And if you're not going to play the multiplayer of it, it should never be anywhere close to your 
to any to anything of it that you would like. I mean that that campaign was absolutely terrible. Yeah. So I do have that really giant collector's edition still up there though on my on my shelf. It's a nice collector's edition. Yeah, it's right over there. Mm-hmm. It is dude, that box is the biggest one by far over. Oh, here. it yeah, it it's like 3 PS5 boxes. It's massive, <laughs> man. What's like the Jeez. first generation of games where you guys really started playing games? The NES era. No, but like really started playing games. The NES era. Mm, but I mean like <laughs> I mean like paid attention to new releases and that sort of thing. The NES era. <laughs> really? Yeah, I rem- I specifically remember like getting like really excited for like I I got up in front of the classroom at a show and tell and talked about how I was going to get the new Ninja Gaiden game. Okay. Like that was I don't, yeah okay we can't go back that far but I was gonna say if that if that had if that was like PS one mm-hmm. or even like before that then maybe we could just go back to whatever year that was and start there but we can't go back to NES that's not gonna work no I think if we just keep working ourselves backwards until it gets to a point where it just doesn't make sense anymore I would say I would say a bit if we if we really went back it would probably go to like ninety seven ninety six. Yeah, probably somewhere in there. We would have been twenty fifteen. Should I start thinking about that a little bit? I think we go to fourteen, right? If we 14? all if we all did a video for fifteen. Let's just two things. Caleb I want to answer your question. I think realistically for me it was like Sega Super Nintendo, but same as Logan, like I was reading GamePro and like I was like into it. I, so yeah. even if I couldn't have couldn't afford a game i was gonna try to rent it okay. like a new release like i was i was pretty on it mm-hmm. uh at least wise by 16-bit generation um <clears throat> and then i don't know let's just all crown metal gear 2015 be done with it and go to 2014 i mean come on yeah i think i think what since we, we did yeah we did i guess we didn't do a, a a group game of the year but we at least did a but it's that it's that easy yeah. Metal Gear, congratulations. Game of the year 2015. Because factoring in even all of our... It's not my number one. It's Logan's oh, number one. one. Caleb... Yeah, I don't know. It may mm, not... Mm, may, do we need to go back and do this yours? now? Mine would be Bloodborne. Okay, yeah. but then where is Metal Gear on your personal list after that? Two. <laughs> okay. There you yeah, go. Then, yeah. There you go. It's two for me, two for you, one for Logan. There it is. It's done. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's it. But 2014, let's go. Let's get through 2014 just so we can talk about 2013, which may take at least four or five podcasts. It might. Me. Yeah, it really might be. That year was filthy. That year was crazy. I, outside of the top three, there. I mean, we've just we just nailed the top three. But is I'm trying to remember what else there was. I don't know. In 2013. 2013. My God, we need to get. Okay, we need to go to list. bed. <laughs> Okay, let's just plan. All, yeah, let's do 2020. The podcast after that, we're gonna dive into 2014. Man, I need year. to go hit the bat. What? what 2013 was. Year. Yeah. 2013 okay. also was Black Flag, and Saints Row Four. Oh shit! Jeez. Wow. Really? And Call of Duty Ghosts, guys. We I know, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Good thing to say about that, yeah. 
All right. I've got to, guys, I got to get back to Kamarocho. I got to hit the batting cages and go do Dragon <laughs> Cart for a little bit. Okay. Uh, maybe have a drink with Adachi-san and then think about, I don't know, beating up some menacing men in the streets. So I got to do that before I go to bed. All right. Go. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> this has been it for the Master of Unlocking podcast. We will see you at Game of the Year. Good night.